you've kind of heard it here. Um, I think Facebook Live is going to be one of the most interesting things in e-commerce like in the next like three to five years. Actually, live selling is like really, really popular in China. Like they've eclipsed the US when it comes to that. And just in general, like this category of social selling, it's actually really, really big um, in Asia. To be a successful kind of like e-commerce seller, like you have to be thinking omni-channel. So on today's episode, you're going to learn about the rise and importance of live selling on social media platforms such as Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. It's a great episode you don't want to miss, so do stay tuned. Retail and e-commerce have witnessed an unprecedented transformation in the last decade. The widespread adoption of mobile technology, social media, as well as the lowered cost of cloud-based technology have not only eroded the barriers to entry in retail, but it's also led to the rapid rise and dominance of digital native product brands that sell directly to their customers. On this podcast, you'll get the scoop on customer acquisition and retention strategies employed by high-growth digital native product brands. Not being afraid to spend because you know that customer is going to pay it back uh, three or four-fold. That's when you start to unlock channels in the way that they were meant to be used. And Listen to interviews with experts at the forefront of technology and innovation in digital retail. Three years ago, they wouldn't have come to us because, yeah, the macro trend of cloud, Wi-Fi, broadband availability, that was a real, that was a real problem. Hear first-hand stories from founders of innovative direct-to-consumer brands. Although I was thinking about the competition, I was more thinking about, like, how do I just build a freaking successful business? We focus on driving as much traffic as possible, converting that traffic, uh, and then dumping money back into driving more traffic. These insights will help you consistently 2x growth in specific areas of your direct-to-consumer brand. This is the 2x e-commerce podcast, hosted by Kunle Campbell. So welcome, welcome, welcome folks to the 2X e-commerce podcast show. I'm your host, Kunle Campbell, and this is the e-commerce podcast dedicated to rapid growth in online retail or direct-to-consumer selling. Now, if you work in marketing, um, you're part of a marketing team at an e-commerce business or a founder of an e-commerce business, um, I'm going to help you sell more essentially. And, and the way I do this is every week I interview an expert, a founder at a direct-to-consumer e-commerce business or a representative um, from a best-in-class e-commerce SaaS solution to focus on one question. Before, you, you, before they come on the show, I, I ask them, can you help you listeners drive metrics such as conversions, average order value, repeat customers, your audience size and ultimately sales, if they say yes, they convincingly can prove that they can, um, I bring them onto the show. And speaking of which, um, this interview you're about to listen to is one I had with Joseph Heller. Now, Joseph Heller is the founder and CEO of The Studio and Supplied. He was born in Los Angeles and raised by a family of entrepreneurs. So he's, he's quite familiar with the intricacies and you know hardships of owning a small business. He graduated from college. I believe he went to UCLA um, from, from this interview and then moved over to China and started a career in, you know, just in sourcing for, for, for organizations such as Nordstrom and JCPenney. 
Um, in 2013, he, he created the studio, which provides like a modern high quality, you know, cost of manufacturing option for businesses. Um, his journey from the studio led him to the realization that small businesses or small business owners need a reliable way to buy and resell affordable wholesale inventory, which did not exist at the time. So Joseph started Supplied in 2020 as the effects of COVID-19 became clear. He um, he he essentially has built Supplied with a mission to create a network of 100 million entrepreneurs through cultivating a wholesale platform for solopreneurs that provide the back-end tools necessary to take the first steps to start in business. So essentially, he's helping people on the supply side. So with a business focused on solving a problem for underrepresented people in the Midwest and the South, which are not typically invested by Silicon Valley. Joseph was able to bootstrap supplied to an impressive size and he's raised now 11 million in series A in a series A round of funding with the backing of some of the best investors in the industry. Um, this episode with Joseph is a down to earth chap. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation I had with him. It's really on the, what he's seeing, the data he's seeing on the platform. It's less so how supply, um, could potentially help you. It can, it can help you, you know, um, in terms of sourcing and you should, you know, check out supplied, but his insights as to how live selling is becoming a thing is, something you should start to explore or test as a D2C operator. It might be an, a channel to unlock, especially if you partner with the right people or you just get the setup you know, ready. Obviously, you have to partner with, with the right people to, to get your setup all, all ready to, to test live selling, particularly on Facebook, especially if you're um, addressing a, an over 40 female demographic. Apparently, you know, um, a lot of females hang out on Facebook um, at that age demographic. So you, you want to sort of, you know, tap into that if that is your target, um, you know, customer um, or cost your target persona. Um, and and I, I found it really, really interesting. And he, he was like, um, they're starting out with, with Facebook now, but they, they, they do have a roadmap to get into the likes of Instagram and eventually TikTok for live selling. Because as you know, it's in, in China, live selling is a massive, massive um, channel. And I was having a conversation with a startup founder about a year ago, and, and they had a live selling, um, a live selling sort of use case. Um, they were building out a live selling platform, but my, what I picked up with that founder was like, guys, you need to solve the audience bit of this equation. Yes, it's one thing building a live selling um, application for Shopify, but it's another thing actually leveraging the scale of audiences from social platforms. And, and, and I think if you look at a social platform, a social platform, and you can tap into their audience for live selling, it might be something potentially huge. Um, so enjoy this conversation. Um, if you know, you, you like what you hear so far. Um, and, uh, yeah, um, that's it for, for now. Um, what I want to say is if you're listening to this episode, um, all of the, um, sessions at the Commerce Excel conference we we did in September fifteenth and sixteenth are now free, essentially. So you could um, it's it's one month now. So you could you know um, jump onto our YouTube channel, subscribe to our YouTube channel, 
and um, just enjoy all of the content on there. I've created a playlist. Um, and in that playlist, you'd, you'd have Commerce Excel and you'd, you'd be able to access the, the conference. That's what I do, you know, for the, for the community. Um, enjoy this episode and I shall catch you next week. Ta. The 2X e-commerce podcast is brought to you by Klaviyo, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform for email and SMS messaging. Whether you're launching your e-commerce business or taking your brand to the next level, Klaviyo gives you the tools to get growing faster. That is why it's trusted by over 50,000 e-commerce brands like Brooklinen, Non, and Chubby's. Build your contact list, send emails that pop, and create marketing moments that build valuable customer relationships over any distance. Get started for free today. Visit clavio.com forward slash 2x to create your free account. That is K-L-A-V-I-Y-O.com forward slash 2x. Cloudways has become the hosting platform of choice for thousands of e-commerce merchants, SMBs, and agencies around the globe. Why? Well, there's a high-performing custom stack, top-notch security, the choice between five cloud solution providers, ease of scalability, affordable pricing plans, and so much more. Cloudways also offers support for all PHP-based applications like Magento, WooCommerce, WordPress, Laravel, and other. Experience an unbeatable managed cloud hosting experience with Cloudways today. For a $20 free hosting credit, use the coupon code BOOSTMAG. That's B-O-O-S-T-M-A-G. That's BOOSTMAG. Moving dreams forward, Cloudways. So welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast, Joseph. Um, it's, it's an absolute pleasure having you. Cool. Thank, thank you very much for having me. Look, looking forward to this. No, brilliant, brilliant. Um, so um, for, for people to, to hear firsthand who Joseph is, I really want to dig into your story, your backstory, before we jump into you know, the, the meat of this episode. So would you mind kind of giving us a, a summary and you know a minute or two about um, you know who you are. Yeah, sure. So kind of high level. I've always been an entrepreneur. I remember when I was in college, I actually did a startup that was kind of similar to Etsy. We we even raised some money, um, and I was like one of the first users of kind of eBay, like taking pictures with a one megapixel camera. Um, before like most eBay listings even had images. So kind of always been been an entrepreneur um, and always been very excited about e-commerce. After I graduated from college, I went to China for a year and I went there to teach English, but I also felt like as an entrepreneur, I could figure out some type of business to do in China. I wasn't sure what, um, but I just directionally knew that that was a good place for me to go. So I went to China for a year. Um, and while in China, I started a company where we worked with like larger retail brands on their kind of end-to-end manufacturing and kind of sourcing strategies in China. And yeah. so what that means is I used I helped like large brands source products from China um, and kind of manage their supply chain. Like I got pretty disillusioned with that business. Like it was a lot of red tape, very bureaucratic and it just kind of got boring after a while. And I didn't 
see how it could become like a really large company. And that's kind of always been my goal is to create a lot of impact. Um, and so I had a background in working with engineers and I felt there was an opportunity to help small businesses connect with factories in China. And it's still a prop, like a huge problem today. Like, you know, Alibaba was one of the first B2B marketplaces, but it didn't really fundamentally solve some problems to help kind of like small e-commerce sellers and retailers to find products in China. And so I kind of set out to solve that problem. Um, started the company seven years ago. Um, we, we've scaled it up now. We have about 300 people globally. Uh, we raised a Series A in 2018. Um, and kind of in the middle of COVID, we started a new business called Supplied, which I'm super, super excited about. And mm -hmm. so the studio is a custom manufacturing platform and Supplied mm -hmm. basically takes already made inventory um, from the factories and allows small businesses to order those products with no minimum order requirement. So you basically can order from these factories in China and order literally one piece. Um, we have a lot, a lot of financing options. And then we've also built software to help support our customers in their e-commerce businesses. So um, that's just kind of a little kind of little bit about me. All right. Um, there's a lot to unpick from there. Um, let's kind of start out with um, where you went to college first. I, I just want to get a real backstory. What state you're based in and mm -hmm. um, if you went to college in the same state, I'm just curious to, to know. Yeah, so so I went to UC Berkeley. I'm from Southern okay. California, from LA okay. Pasadena area, um, and then Berkeley's in Northern California. Okay, 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 makes sense. I'm quite familiar with with California. Been there a few times. Okay, and cool. and then um, let's talk about the studio. Um, so so do you want to break down? Uh, I'm, we're, we're definitely you know going to talk about supply that matter either. So this is what we really want to talk about, but. This studio, um, pretty big operation there, 300 um, or so employees around you know, the world. And um, you, you've raised you know, funding you know, for, for, for that entity. Could you just break, down, break it down a little bit? Yeah. So the problem that we're trying to solve is a lot of... So I knew that small businesses can't afford to place large orders with factories. And mm -hmm. that's basically what Alibaba facilitates. Like... It, and Alibaba is starting to change, but largely it facilitates a relationship where you kind of already understand the product and you want to place a large order. And so it's kind of like a Craigslist of factories. That's good if you're placing large orders and you know how to manufacture the product. But we felt that there was really a niche for, you know, small sellers that wanted to buy in smaller quantities that didn't understand the product. So mm. basically it's, we're, we're very specific, the, the type of products that we sell because manufacturing is super complicated and we're constantly adding new products, but basically with no knowledge of how to manufacture that product, you can kind of go on there. You can order as little as like 50 pieces. We even take 20 piece orders and it gives you the opportunity to place that entire order online and it's all managed in software. So it, it looks a lot more like an e-commerce experience rather than an experience on Alibaba where you have to like talk to hundred factories, try to figure out which factory is good, even figuring out how to pay the factory is very difficult. So mm -hmm. you can kind of think about it as like an on-demand manufacturing platform and we want to make it as easy as like a simple e-commerce transaction. Yeah. Yeah. Pre-vetted, safe, 
start off slowly, you know, and then gradually grow, build relationships yeah. makes makes a lot of sense now. Okay, so um, in in regards to supplied, um, how how does supplied di- differ from from the studio? Um, what, it's a marketplace model, from from what I gather. It, it, it seems like it's another sort of block on on that foundation you've built at the studio. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but what, what yep. is the ethos there? Yeah. yeah, so exactly. So our thesis as a company, the studio, and supplied as part of the studio, is that we can unlock tremendous value for small businesses and e-commerce if we give them access to manufacturing. And that's like, if you kind of think about it, Shopify and Instagram like really democratize like being able to set up a website. Instagram democratize like being able to distribute and market your product. But like actually working with factories is still like a very opaque kind of difficult process. And so our big thesis is if we can connect small businesses to factories and to the supply chain in the same way that like a Walmart or a large company like that kind of has, then we can really kind of create a lot of value. And so it's an extension of our original thesis. And what we saw was that a lot of our customers, so the studio is for custom manufacturing. If you have an idea or a design, you can kind of put that on the studio and you'll get that product manufactured. What we realized is that a lot of our customers actually don't want to design or make something. They just want cool products at a good price um, that they can resell. And so like not everyone needs to kind of design and create a product. And so we, we kind of started thinking about it. A lot of factories are starting to do their own design. They hold inventory. And we just thought like it was a perfect match. Like let's connect our customer directly to the factory. They don't need to go through a wholesaler and they can get access to literally, we have like millions of products now on the supplied marketplace. And we're, again, our whole kind of thesis is, traditionally, this is super hard, right? You have to like try to go on Alibaba. First of all, the factories have like really high minimum order requirements. Then you have to figure out how to import it. And so we've made it a very simple process. You go online, you find the products that you want. You can literally order just one. We consolidate that for you at a warehouse in China. Um, and then we ship it for you. And then we take care of like all the customs clearance and kind of any issues that you're going to have in the middle. Right, right. The turnkey solution really for sourcing um, for, for like micro and, you know, smaller, you know, operators, e-commerce businesses, basically. Exactly. Okay. All right. So, so so that makes a lot of sense. So, so in, in the platform, obviously, it's it, it probably it's only as good as demand and supply. So um, what what what's your supplier base like? And, mm-hmm. um, you know, how many what's your buyer base like? Um, how do you extract the balance out and, and supplied? Yeah, for sure. So we have about 10,000 factories on our platform right now. Okay. Um, and we have a growing kind of group of customers And so, yeah, that's obviously something we're always thinking about is making sure there's balance between supply and demand. But uh, so far, the factories on our platform are really happy. And our customers are also happy that, like I said, there's over a million products um, currently on the platform. Okay. And and so it begs the question or brings me to to this question, which is more around um, for the sellers. Um, What, how are they actively... Um, working on acquisition. Um, so you have solved the supply side of things. Um, they 
most probably have a storefront running on Shopify, WooCommerce, Wix Commerce, whatever front end. They might be selling on marketplaces. Um, how are they finding? Um, how are they differentiating themselves? And you know, actually, you know, um, building substantial customer base outside of the supplied, um, you know, ecosystem. Yeah. So that's a good question. And so one thing that we've seen is like kind of really this like omni-channel approach. And I think it's super interesting and COVID accelerated that. And I think everybody, and you see this obviously with much larger brands up to Amazon, but I think there's a recognition that like a company shouldn't be all e-commerce and they shouldn't be all kind of traditional brick and mortar. And even within brick and mortar and e-commerce, there's a lot of variations. And so what we're seeing is, so I'll give you kind of like, one kind of standard customer profile. So we have a customer, they have like their, they have a small kind of 800 square foot retail location. Um, but then they also do like pop-ups and like seasonal events. So, you know, that's another variation of brick and mortar, but then they're supporting that with a Shopify store. And then they're also using, and we can talk about this more in a second, we, we built software to help support our customers to sell on Facebook Live. And so it's really this kind of like ecosystem that our customers are creating. And so like this is a trend that's already was larger companies like Amazon are obviously adopting this, but we think COVID really accelerated this because if you're brick and mortar now, you have to go e-commerce. But then a lot of e-commerce customers are figuring out like they can't just rely on one channel. Like they can't just rely on their Shopify store and so how do you kind of create these different channels and integrate them all together? So that's kind of what we're seeing. Interesting. Interesting you mentioned you know, Facebook Live in the stack and in, in, in their um, you know, acquisition stack. Okay, so um, you have these you know, small businesses um, probably doing retail. Um, you know, they, they have their, their digital you know, um, you know, retail platform, Shopify, um, Facebook Live. Would, would you know, Instagram come into the stack for like audience building as an audience building um, you know, channel? Um, are you seeing Insta- these, these people you know, or these entrepreneurs active on Instagram? Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. And I think the most successful customers are customers that are like very thoughtful about how do you bring the customer into your ecosystem, right? So, you know, if you sell to the customer on Etsy, which is a marketplace, right? Like then how can you kind of engage them and bring them into your like ecosystem? So we've seen some customers, they, they get a sell on Etsy and they'll say, hey, you know, get a 5% discount if you add us on Instagram. And then they'll also have like a Shopify website. So they're, they're basically with their messaging to the customers, like, hey, like we acquired you on Etsy, um, but you can kind of follow us and see what we're doing on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And if you want to make a purchase from us, you can even buy from us on Instagram. You can buy on Shopify. But if it makes you more comfortable, you can go back to Etsy. Um, mm. So I think that's the most successful people that we're seeing is like people that are thoughtful about that kind of like holistic kind of like customer experience, no matter yeah. what the channel is. Yeah, that, that fluidity, really um, transactional Etsy, but, you know, um, we can converse and get to know each other socially on, on IG. That makes a lot of sense. Okay, so so going back to Facebook Live, I think that's 
what we really want to talk about. Um, why Facebook Live? Why not Instagram Live? Why not TikTok Live? Why yeah. Facebook Live? You know, um, does it have a commerce layer? Does it is it easier for people to to buy? Yeah. So so you you kind of heard it here. Um, mm-hmm. I think Facebook Live is going to be one of the most interesting things in e-commerce, like in the next like three to five years. Um, And I'll kind of take a step back, like actually live selling is like really, really popular in China. Like they've eclipsed the U S when it comes to that. And just in general, like this category of social selling, it's actually really, really big um, in Asia. We also have a team of engineers that are in Ghana um, and they've just kind of, talk to me about like when so the the marketplaces in like Ghana their biggest threat is not actually like other marketplaces but it's actually Instagram because it's yeah. easier for people to just like buy something on Instagram and then they'll just have like a motorbike deliver it and that's like a lot easier and more instantaneous than going on to like a clunk a clunky e-commerce site so if mm. you kind of like the the point is is like Social selling is actually a lot more developed outside of the U.S. than it is in the U.S. But what we're starting to see is like social selling actually is a lot more instantaneous and the feedback loop is a lot better than like a normal Shopify site. So that's just kind of like a macro trend that we really believe in. And we think that in the next like few years, you're going to see so much innovation on the kind of like live selling kind of social selling side. Mm. And we're specifically interested in Facebook Live. We're interested in all social selling and even like, so we're, we're interested as a company in kind of like omni-channel commerce, um, which includes Facebook Live, includes other types of social selling, includes Shopify. Um, but obviously we're still a startup, so we really want to focus on kind of like one thing. And we've seen that Facebook Live has like a massive audience and but it's super untapped. It's like, I still think if you talk to most people, like, and you ask them, have you bought something on Facebook Live? I think 95% plus of Americans will say, no, they haven't, right? Um, But I think more and more people are getting comfortable with this. And so what we've seen, so 95% of our customers are women and about 50% of them are like ethnic minorities. Um, Mm. And what we've seen is like, it's a really, really easy way to get your business started. Um, and so like, if you think about a Shopify store, like you have to like take really beautiful pictures, you have to like make the site look nice. And that's just like the barrier to get basic trust, right? Like if you don't do that, you're going to get no sales. Um, and then you have to figure out how to get traffic to the site where we're really excited about Facebook live is you don't have to do as much setup like to to make a successful Facebook live. And that setup really comes from within, right? Like you don't need to hire like photographers. You don't need to hire like site designers. You can just get on Facebook live. Um, Obviously you have to be thoughtful about how you present the product. Like your background is important, but it's a super easy way. Like you can get started like immediately on, on Facebook live and you'll automatically have some initial prospective customers because everyone has friends on Facebook Live. Yeah. Um, so we're super excited about this platform. Let's take this quick break to hear from our sponsors. 
Let's take a quick break to talk about screwing up. Accidents happen. Perhaps you installed an app that messed up your theme or a CSV import completely messed up your product catalog. Common myth, cloud-based e-commerce platforms like Shopify and BigCommerce have automatic backup solutions you can use when something goes wrong with your store. This is simply untrue. They don't. Myth busted. So what do you do? You use Rewind. Rewind will protect Shopify and BigCommerce stores with automatic backups. Rewind should be the first app you install to protect your store against human error, misbehaving apps, or collaborators gone bad. It's like having your very own magic undo button. Rewind is trusted by over 25,000 businesses from side hustles to the biggest retail brands you can think of. Gymshark, Movement Watches, and Pampers all use Rewind for automatic backups. So here's the deal for 2Xs. If you head over to rewind.io, which is R-E-W-I-N-D.io, install Rewind, you'll get to use it for free for seven days. If you reach out to the Rewind team and mention the 2X e-commerce podcast, then extend your seven-day trial for a full month for free. Enjoy peace of mind with Rewind Backups. Remember to head over to Rewind.io and don't forget to mention the 2X e-commerce podcast for a full month trial. Did you know that loyal customers are nine times more likely to convert compared to a first-time shopper? That's why exceptional customer service is so important for your retention and growth. I recommend using Gorgeous, the leading help desk for Shopify, Magento, and big commerce merchants. Gorgeous combines all your communication channels, including email, SMS, social media, live chat, and phone into one platform. This saves your team hours per day and makes managing customer orders a breeze. It also integrates seamlessly with your existing tech stack so you can access customer information and even edit, return, refund, or create an order right from your help desk. To learn more, go to gorgeous.com. That's G-O-R. GIAS.com and mention 2x e-commerce podcast for two months free. That is gorgeous.com for two months free. Just mention 2x e-commerce. Okay, let, let, let's unpick that a little bit because I'm I'm um I was, I was a, well I'm a member of a Facebook group that um focuses on like live streaming generally as right. like live streaming tech all of that. And I think it's, it's linked with like a live streaming um, platform. Can't quite remember the name off the back um, now, but I recall a lady, she was asking everybody to kind of critique her setup and it was like QVC style. So mm, she had a, right. a pro camera, um, had it linked with um, a cam link, I think um, cam link. So converts is what I'm using now. Um, so like a Sony camera, with the uh, with 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 good lens, you know, um, and blurry background, and then it was just like a QVC setup. And it, she was selling like knitting knitting equipment, and she was doing Facebook Live for like three hours. And mm. what she was doing essentially was she was she was teaching, you know, kn- you know, um, how to to knit, and then at the same time selling, um, you know, what her wares essentially. But she was demoing. You know um, the the entire process of you know making a, a blanket, but you know, just doing right. it live. 
and saying, well, you need this, you need this, go to my store, you know, put in, you know, and I'm sure she was doing pretty well, but it was a process. I mean, it, it looked pro, but because she had guidance and support from the community, she was able to just get that set up all done. Um, mm. So my question is, you know, how pro should a brand look? You know, so, so many of you listen to this show, uh, uh, teams, e-commerce teams. And, um, you know, this sounds like a new terrain uh, full of opportunity. Um, so, mm. so what setup really will drive those conversions? What, what are you seeing there? Because you're at the cutting edge. Yeah, yeah. So that's actually a great question. So I think with anything, like the more you invest in it and the more thoughtful you are, like obviously that's going to yield better results. But the thing that I really like is like the the barrier to entry and the investment is quite low. And it's like anything, right? Like you get better over time. So like minimal at a very minimal level, like you should have like a decent kind of hundred dollar webcam. Um, you should have like some decent headsets, um, you know, that's $100, $150. And then like decent lighting, which you can do for $50. And then investing in your background, like it should look kind of like a cool retail store, right? But again, that's yeah. like, I, I've seen customers that have like, just kind of, just kind of put some stuff together. Like they, they kind of took some hangers and made it look really nice on a very minimal budget. So I think for like, 300 to $500, like you can actually make something really presentable. Um, obviously as you scale up, like there are things that you can kind of invest in to make it better, but like the investment is still very minimal and it's really about the merchandising behind you. Like how do you make that kind of set up behind you, the background, like exciting. And that doesn't cost a lot of money. It just requires being thoughtful and putting energy into it. Right. Right. Makes, makes a lot of sense. Makes, makes a lot of sense. Okay. Um, what, why not Instagram live? You know, um, over the pandemic, there was, I mean, the, the entire music industry moved to Instagram live. Um, right. you, you had, you know, several artists, you know, doing their, their lives and they, they chose Instagram. Um, do you, would you over the years, is that part of your roadmap, um, to, to, to get into IG or, it's, it's a format just not quite commerce ready for the demographic, um, for instance. Um, you know, um, I know Facebook has a 40 plus, uh, you know, active, engaged 40 plus, um, you know, audience. Um, I'd just love to, to hear your thoughts, please. Yeah, so we're super excited about Instagram Live as well. Um, and it's definitely on our roadmap. We'll have support for Instagram Live as kind of like a fast follow probably in Q2 of next year. Um, again, you know, we're a startup. We really wanted to just be hyper-focused on kind of like one area and expand from there. The, mm -hmm. the good thing about Facebook Live though, obviously most people are on their computer um, and it, it just gives them, I, I think the interface is a little bit more appropriate. Um, you want like kind of bigger images of the product. You want to see the video. Um, so it's probably just a little bit more comfortable for people on Facebook Live, but we absolutely believe in we believe in live as a category in general. We just felt there's a bigger audience for Facebook Live. That's where we're starting, but we absolutely will have tools to support Instagram Live in the future. And there are also links. Links are not shareable on, on Instagram. I you know till till That's now. That's right. Um, and, and it's 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 quite useful to have um, you know link sharing on on the live. Right. Yeah. That's right. 
Yeah, yeah. Okay, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Um, before before I let you go, I just wanted to to ch- touch upon um your thoughts. We're in quarter four, um, twenty twenty one now. What are your thoughts on the impact of the Delta variant on commerce? You know, in general. And just retail experience for for, for consumers um, have have consumers really changed um, off the back of all that has you know transpired over the last eighteen to twenty four months? Yeah, so kind of just like some high level thoughts. Um, so I do think like everyone, I think everyone's recognized that like there's going to be different ways to buy things, and I think people were generally like kind of hesitant. I think like business owners were hesitant and I think consumers were hesitant to try new things. And I think that's been eroded, right? Like the, the idea of like ordering something and then going to pick it up, like was not a mainstream idea like before COVID. And now I think consumers are super comfortable with that. I think consumers are super comfortable with sitting on Facebook live and buying something now. And so I think these are like long-term trends. And I think, Really, it, what, it, what it's going to dictate is like to be a successful kind of like e-commerce seller, like you have to be thinking omni-channel. I think it's super important. It's like, yeah. you know, if you're selling online, like great, but like you should incorporate Facebook Live because you're going to hit a different customer and that's like a different way people want to buy. And so everyone's embracing this. And I have seen one-person operations that have figured out how to be flexible enough so that they can go on Facebook Live and then a customer can pick something up in store at their store. Or they can start a Shopify site and they can get access to a totally different customer and reinforce what they're doing on Shopify and Facebook Live. So I I think that's like, that's not going anywhere. And like now that businesses have embraced this, like it's going to be a requirement to to kind of be on the channel. Okay. So that that's on that side. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. Um, you're very well vested um, into like supply chain. I mean, with, with ten thousand you know factories connected to, to the supply um, you know platform and all that you've done um, in, in 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 your 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 other you know your, your brand. Um, what are your thoughts on um, just the issues we're having with supply chain now? and the, the holiday, um, you know, season? Yeah, so it's very complicated. Um, like, just kind of in terms of the holiday season, like, there are going to be supply chain constraints for sure. Like, I don't know if anyone's seen the videos of, like, the, the, the ports at Long Beach. It's crazy. Like, we've never seen this in our life, right? And so, like, that's going to change things, right? Is like, if you put something on a container and expect to get it on time to be able to sell during Christmas, I think that's in question. So there's definitely going to be big shortages. Right. Um, and then, so, so, so like, I think people need to assume that they're going to have some supply chain constraints because it it all kind of cascades down. So I think you should definitely be thinking about what are like different ways to kind of get the products that I need or, can I, so with supplied, we do everything via air. So it's a lot quicker. Um, the trade-off is no matter what, when you're shipping air, it's going to be more expensive, but at least you have the product, right? So you should start thinking about like, okay, like how, how can I get, how can I start to get the inventory that I need for Christmas? So like 
You should be talking to your the wholesalers that support you and really trying to understand like, hey, like, because it's already hitting people and you should have like honest conversations with the wholesalers that you, you're working with currently. Like, hey, are there going to be supply chain constraints? Like, am I going to get the product in time? So I think that's like one thing. I think just diversifying the wholesalers that you work with is important. Diversifying like how you think about getting products. So, you know, you should consider something like air, although you're going to have to spend more money. That's going to be better than your product sitting on a ship and you actually not getting it. So, you know, you might have to pass on extra costs to your customer or you might have to figure out like, how can you bundle the product in a way where like the customer feels like they're getting more value, but you're still able to sell it at a higher price because your margins are going to be reduced. So those are things people need to think about. I love that. I love the the bundle idea, Joseph. Um, Yeah, brilliant stuff, brilliant stuff. Yeah, so um, I, I just like to to just rounding up um, this. This has been a brilliant conversation. Uh, I'd just like to say for for people who want to find out more about Supplied as a as a platform, it's suppliedshop.com. Um, and and then um, the studio is just thestudio.com. It's it's been an absolute pleasure having you, Joseph. Um, do you? Do, do, do you hang out on social media at all or um, where, where are you most active and if you, if you do? Yeah, I'm, I'm at, I, I need to step up my social media game, especially since I believe in it so much. Um, but I, I, you can find me on LinkedIn. Um, you can also just shoot me an email, um, joseph at suppliedshop.com or joseph at thestudio.com. But yeah, I really appreciate your time. It, it's been a pleasure chatting with you. I'm super excited about this space, so I, I love chatting about it. Amazing, amazing. Same here. Pleasure meeting you. Thank you so much, Rita. Cool. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of 2X e-commerce. We encourage you to connect with our community of 2X e-commerce listeners on our Facebook group, e-commerce growth accelerator mastermind. Just search for 2X e-commerce on Facebook to find it. Answer three questions and you'll be approved. Grab the show notes of this episode on our website, 2xecommerce.com. Finally, if you haven't already, give the show a review on your podcasting app. Catch you on the next show and keep growing.